Okay, guys, how are you? Matt, the Big Bear Room is here. Welcome to my podcast. On this moment, we talk about all sorts of topics. From footy, fishing, beers, all kinds. So come and join me, mate. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the bloody show. Well, let's have a yak, shall we? G'day, guys. What's going on? Here again. Episode 8. And um, got myself another guest here that I reckon that uh, you will enjoy listening to again um it's mum hello hello again hello um just have to adjust your levels here um so we've had some things lifted yes not many but we have enough Um, for the moment for the moment yeah but you honestly think this is actually going to improve much? Yeah, because people will be at least go and see their families and friends within reason. Yeah. Um, yeah, but do you honestly think that much more of this shit is actually going to continue or not? Yeah, this should continue for at least two or three months. Yeah. Um, so I reckon I'll get you on here today and... Talk about you. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> well, you've done one, two, three episodes. This is your fourth episode. You've actually come on. Third. Third episode, is it? Yeah, so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just the host of the show. I don't know how many times you've been on your show for. Um, <coughs> but um, so what? So what? Who are you? Yeah. What, what's your name? Glenda. Glenda. <laughs> and where were you born, Mum? I was born in Echuca. And people who don't know, because we're getting more uh, people from France. France is actually my second country. More, uh, you know, amulets are actually uh, listening to my podcast besides Australia. And then it goes Isle, uh, America and Ireland. Well, Echuca is in Victoria, Australia, of course, on the Murray River, which is one of the main rivers in Australia. Mm-hmm. Hmm. And what else, Mum? <laughs> like, where, like, where were you brought up in that? Oh, right. So this, this is more as a story of you. Oh, jeez. Sorry to bore you. Um... Oh, I was brought up on a dairy farm just outside a place called Gumbauer. It's about as big as one pub, one service station. Used to be one fish and chip shop, one post office, and a hardware store, of course, and a butcher. That was it. Yeah. So we were brought up on a dairy farm, and by the time I was about... Seven used to have to go down to the dairy every night to wash out the yard, yeah, and used to get 20 cents a week. 20 cents, yeah. So, back in the 70s, early 70s, oh, like early 70s, that was big money, yeah. So, that was um, that was pretty good. Mm. Um, so, so what Pop had the farm, didn't he? Like, he was the one. You had the actual farm, like where, yeah. 
Was he? Was he was a family of all farmers, wasn't he? Yes. Like his brothers were all farmers. Yes. And what about Nana? Was yeah. Was her family all farmers or not? Oh, some of the brothers and the sisters are. Well, brothers are on the farms, but um, her and Dad met when they were about nineteen. She just lived up the road. Mm. Of course, got married, had kids, bang bang. Yep. Had me brother, and then had me, and yeah, that's where we all started up on the dairy farm. And um, we used to all have to help. That's what you did in those days. Still do now. Yeah. And, um, you know, as early as I can remember, about, yeah, about six or seven, used to have to um, drive the tractor so Dad could put the hay out, or Rue, my brother. Yeah. And then um, calving season, you had to help bring the cows and the calves up in the pouring raid. Mud sloshing everywhere. It was so good. If it wasn't raining, it was beating down the sun and... Yeah, freezing. Or freezing, freezing. Or hot. Just freezing cold weather. Yeah. But um, but because we'd done that, we used to get money from the calves each each week. Yeah. It wasn't much. might have been $5, which, as I said, in those days, uh, was um, big money. And if we were really good, we used to get taken into the um, drive-in. Oh, of course, no one, no one probably really knows that now, but it used to be you have to go in with the car and you'd park and put this little box thing into your car, which was the speaker. And half the time they'll bug it, didn't you? And so? half the time, yeah, they're either ripped out or people would take off with them on their stool and rip them out of the ground. Yeah. But uh, that was our big highlight back in the day. I dare say you were very happy with because uh, Macca's wasn't even up in no, the when No. When did Macca's and all them start coming there? Uh, after we left there anyway. But uh, the only re- really big takeaway we used to have was fish and chips. <sighs> Jesus, really? On a Sunday night from the local fish and chip shop in Gumbau and used to be able to get we used to have fish and chips with the neighbour over the paddocks, neighbour. Yeah. And used to get a box full of stuff for about $10, $15. Now you might get a piece of fish and a hamburger for $15. Well, with um, the current prices of different things, hamburger, lock was, hamburger, hamburger with a lot is about $10, $15 now. Yeah. $13 some places I've noticed. Yeah. Back in those days probably would have been about $2.50. And the thing is, too, is uh, a piece of fish would have been, what, $10 now? Would have oh. been how long back? How much would have been back then? Oh, probably a dollar. And I can remember when I used to do brownies uh, many, 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 many years, years ago. ago. Yeah. We won't go back too far. <laughs> um, that was uh, my highlight of that was, which was good, though, doing the brownies, was... Um, on a Monday night, of course, I had to buy 10 cents of hot chips. We used to get 10 cents of worth of hot chips, which now you probably pay about $5. If not more. If not more, some places. But uh, that was a highlight. Yep. So back, yeah. So things are so different to what now. Like with the school even, went to a small school. Um, when I was in grade six, there was only 12 kids there. Yeah. But before that, there was a few more 
local farming kids. We used to all have to ride there. No such thing as getting dropped off by your parents or bus. You had to ride the bike. So, and then get chased by dogs as you're riding home or riding to, to school. And it would have been a pretty fair distance too, wouldn't it? Nah, probably about five k's. Really? Five k's. So you were doing ten k's five days a week. When I know. You were in school. I know. I was actually my might have been a bit fit then those days. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was good fun though at the school and our so-called softball field or baseball field, whichever one you play. Yeah. Was actually the neighbour to the school. He's paddock, and we used to have to pay, play, dodge, the cow paddies. In other words, cow poo. Um, yeah, because otherwise you'd run into poo all the time. But that was good fun. I mean, back then you used to sit around making daisy chains for in the recess or lunchtime, or whatever. Where now they're on their flaming phones and. Oh, jeez. Everything. Flaming phones. The flaming phones. Um, And I could remember also too, which was a big deal in those days, when we had no kiosk at the school, we had to take our own lunches. Yep. And on a Friday, my mum would go to Gumbau to do the local mail, get mail and get whatever. Farm supplies, that type of shit. Yep. And uh, I used to get one piece of fish and a small Kit Kat. Every Friday. And then winter time it used to be a pie, a Kit Kat and a Fanta, I think. And if all, I remember rightly. And also too, I remember you telling me a custard tart a fair bit. Yeah, that was high school. That, that was high school. Yeah, I well, thought I was very ple- pleasure at high school because there was a canteen there. Well, we'll move on. So that, that was grade school to other people, but this is primary school, we call it here. Yeah. Um, so move on to high school. Where'd you go to high school? Kahuna. But before before I get on to high school, mm-hmm. we had to, because um, all, all us kids wanted pies at school, so we had to do a local raffle to be able to afford to buy a pie warmer. It was so exciting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I know. Bloody hell. But that was back, you know, when you had to, that's what you had to do. And we had the old concerts and that too at the primary school, which they, they do now, but they haven't been big halls and stuff. Even the high schools, they haven't been the big halls and that. We had it at a, our local, at the school, but it was outside because it was always so f- hot. Well, I remember, buddy, having my one little things, my little, um, what do you call them, picking concerts. Now, I remember when I went to Drysdale, we had our concert in the gym mm. and I was singing one better on football. Yeah. But um, you don't, no such thing as a gym there. No. So moving on to high school, what did you do in high school? Went to school. Mm-hmm. Done up to year 11. I don't know what they call that in other places, but up to year 11. I think they are, I think it's senior. Senior year. Seniors. Yeah. And I was told I didn't really want to go back to school for do to do year 11. I wanted to do something else. But um, What was that? I wanted to do nursing, but that never happened because uh, apparently I wasn't fit enough in those days. Oh, yes. I remember you telling me that an old nurse probably told you, oh, no, don't worry about doing nursing because you're too fat or something. Or yeah, too I was too fat. Yeah. And she actually said that to me. She said, you're too fat to 
do nursing, but she couldn't fit in the chair. But anyway, that's another story. Yeah. But um, but my father t- said to me, he said, oh, well, you can either go to school or you stay home and milk cows. And I said, righto, well, I'll go to school, bugger the cows, because you're always on a farm. As I said, you had to come home from school. Milk cows. And go straight down to the dairy when you got old enough to do it and milk the cows. And when um, me brother and me dad used to do hay contracting in the summertime, that was for our holidays, as you everyone has heard the holidays and that. Yep. Um, we used to save the money up that way to be able to go on holidays. So while they were doing that, mum and I had to milk the cows all the time. So straight over from school, straight down to the dairy, milk 140 cows, get back and make sure tea was on the table before my father got home, but that's another story. Uh, but high school, yeah, basically just went through high school. He wasn't an arsehole either, guys, if you're wondering. No, no. You had to make sure the tea was on the table, otherwise you crack the shits. No, no, no. no. no he, he was, he was like um. No, he wouldn't get abusive and all that, but he just liked his tea when he walked in the door, like most men did in those days. Most people would these yeah. days anyway. Yeah. Especially because he used to work from, what, 5 o'clock in the morning all the way to well, 7 o'clock at night sometimes, didn't he? Especially contracting. Um, especially he was even the, doing that when I was young, he was yeah. still doing that. Especially the bailing. He, yeah, he used to have to do it at a certain time. It was there the first thing in the morning while it was still that night juiced on the hay yeah. or at night time when it and, cooled down. And he hated doing it at night time. Yes, because he wasn't home relaxing. And, and plus, yeah. And plus, too, I remember him uh, saying to me, too, that um, he hated doing it at night time because he was on the old little Fiat and mm. there wasn't too many lights. No. So he couldn't really see too much. But he loved doing it in the morning because then he can. <laughs> I remember him saying, um, I remember Nana saying, really. Uh, he used to go out, do all the stuff, do all the, all the bail and that, come home, have some dinner, go out again. Now, dinner is lunch. That's how we are brought up with. And then uh, go off and do what he has to do, come back before the cricket started. Yes. He, he tried because he loved his cricket. Yes. Back in the days when you only had the one TV in the whole house. Not like now, everyone's got about five TVs in their houses. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you'd had to always have the cricket on every test match, every time they played, he had to watch it. Yeah. And I remember we, we used to say, oh, he's asleep. He used to be snoring. we say, good, we can turn it over while he's asleep and watch something else. Yeah. And next that. thing you hear the voice saying, put that back on the cricket. Yeah, you've done that with us kids. Yes. With me and my cousins and my brother, he used to do that all the time. But I remember he gave up smoking and um, he said, right, back when the colour TVs first come in. Oh, yes, you got to tell this story. And uh, it was back when the uh, one day has started. Yeah. Well, back in the early 80s, I think it started, or late 70s. Yeah. And the colour TV come in and it was such a big deal. Went to Echuca, got the colour TV. Brought it back, set it up. We watched the. We thought, oh, that looks beautiful. And the cricketer decided, well, his first was the first innings, first bowl, bang. <laughs> the lightning struck the top of the house, burnt the TV. So we never got to see 
the cricket with the colour TV. Not that night anyway. So we had to go back in and get another TV. So, But that was quite funny at the time. What did the bloke say when you took it back in? He just said, oh, I wouldn't believe it. He, go, he said, yep, it happened. And we thought, righto. So he said, righto, Spec, we'll get you another one, a bigger one. So we got a bit bigger TV, but it was, um, yeah, after that it was all right. But it just seems so funny. He, had, he was that excited about seeing this big game and the colour. First ball, bang. It was, uh, yeah, quite funny. One of those things. Yes. So anyway, back on to you. So you're in high school now. Yes. Uh, did you get into any mischief while you're in school? Cause, no. Well, you should really tell the story about when you're in uh, primary school about what you've done to a teacher. Well. That's what you should really be saying. <laughs> well, I was uh, grade six. It was only about four of us that were actually in grade six and five. And we had this teacher come in. And he was, I'm sorry, but he was a twit. He was such an idiot. But uh, we thought, we all got together this day and thought, right, what are we going to do to him? (laughs) And um, so we said to him one day, let's play hide and seek. So he hid behind the tree and we said, oh, we'll tie tie you up just to, you know, muck around. And uh, we tied him up and then we said, oh, we'll see you later. I won't mention his name because you don't know. Someone might know who he was. Um, but we said, we'll see you later, and we all went home. We thought, well, Buggy, you can stay there. So he got t- he was tied up for the rest of the day until his wife came home from work. And what happened to you, Mother? Oh, we all got into trouble by our parents. Yeah, what happened, Mother? Nothing. No, nothing. Did he just go, go a bit of a hide and a pop? No, no, no. Or, or no one piled, did he just laugh at you? No, he said you. Yeah, he just laughed. But <laughs> then me mum went crook, but me dad he he said the funny side of it, and then they turned around. And they all said, "Oh, what a bloody idiot he was." Yeah, he didn't last long. That bloke, he was a, such an idiot. Well, was he the main teacher or was he a sub? Uh, the main teacher, but in um, our school we had one teacher. One teacher. One teacher. Jesus. And uh, we had the old, um, where we used to have to sit on the wooden desk with the flip-flop at the front. And, um, yeah, so they were very hard. But, yeah, no, one one teacher. And if we were lucky, we had two teachers to do, say, prep one, two, three, and then the other one did four, five and six. Yeah. But, but at the time he was there. Um, what, well, you done the whole, whole thing? It was only 12 us, 12 us in the school. Jesus. So yeah, but then now, but now it's a um, they're reusing it for like a camp for, I think for scouts, cubs, um, in you know different clubs they go there, but not at the moment, of course. Yeah. But that's what they look. They use it for like a camping thing. So that's good. It's still going. Still standing. Such a tiny school when you go back in there though. So small. Kind of wonder how you bloody. Lasted in the school? Yeah, yeah. And I remember breaking my arm there. Being how did you do that? Being smart on top of the monkey bar, showing off, fell off. But I do remember my principal slash teacher, he took me over to his house and I had a honey sandwich. That made me feel better. You had a honey sandwich? Yeah, that made me feel better. Jeez, you couldn't do that today. No, nah, no. Nah. 
What Christ, you couldn't do that today. Then I had to go and do a checker in the plaster for six weeks, and it was in the middle of summer, so that was great. But anyway. Itchies all fuck. Yes. But, um, yeah, no, it was a good life, though, on the farm, really. used to just, you do your own thing, really, apart from milking the cows, but you just, if you wanted a day where you didn't want to do nothing, you didn't do it. Yeah. But, um... So, did you get any, in, uh, any mischief on the farm? Oh, yeah. Well, what, got a couple of stories for us, Mel? Yeah. Um, I remember when we went on to, we were on the family farm for a start off, but then we, more or less, your parents bought the farm over the channel, so we went over there, and because there's a couple of paddocks that were just absolutely full of trees, so, um... More or less in those days when they used to be able to use a bit of dynamite and blow up all the the trees up. And we had to then go in there and pick up all these sticks. And, um, of course, one day I'm going, nah, not doing this. And uh, then I was told, really, you're not going to, um, you're not going to do this. And I said, nah, nah, I don't want to do it. Well, unfortunately, um, my father, I, I don't believe in abuse. There wasn't abuse. It was my own fault. But my father picked up this bit of milk and rubber hose. It used to be on the milk and machines. And um, he more or less, uh, yeah, got a whack across the butt for that one. Bloody hurt too, I must admit. And then another time... Um, had to, we used to have to get the cows in. Once I left school, I had to get the cows in all the time at night time, get the motorbike, go down and get the cows in. And this particular day, I was told oh, there's not much fuel left in the motorbike. You'll be right. You better you better fill it up, otherwise you'll run out of fuel. And I'm going, yeah, she's right. I'll get it later. So I go down and get the cows, and what happens? I run out of fuel. I walk back and I say, oh... They said, where's the motorbike? Sit down in the paddock. Well, walk back, go back and get it. I told you. But no, we had a lot of we had a lot of fun though on the farm. It was great. Really good. Apart from milking cows. Five o'clock in the morning, six o'clock in the morning. Especially after you've had a night out. Wasn't good. Yes. And um tell us about that, mother. What? Well, well, just to go out. Saturday night, as you do, have a night out, come home in time to milk some nights and put the machines on, just lean up against the cows, sleeping while you're milking. Now, I want, now I want you to tell everyone the uh, the stupid bloody thing you'd done because it was a dare. And uh, you kind of got dared to scull a half a bottle of Johnny Walker, was it? Yep. It was actually a full bottle, um, a big bottle, and um, well, of course, you had to do it. Yeah. Um, we well, did, well, didn't have to do it, but you just done it, didn't you? I just done it anyway. Yeah. Now, they just listen, kids. That's not a good thing to do. Yes, listen up, people. Because I don't remember the next four days. 
apparently I was getting up and milking and going back to bed, getting up milking in the afternoon, going back to bed, and I don't remember a thing. Do you actually remember even coming home and getting into bed? Nope. Jesus Christ. Well, my brother was driving the cart at the home, so it was all right, And I think. I remember you telling me, um, now it's all right, you won't get, uh, you won't get into trouble now, but <laughs> but then you used to drink a slab. Yes, you weren't really driving, were you? Yes. You, you, you're driving. Oh, God. Listen up, Kitty Winks. Um, so you used to uh, drink, like you and your friends used to drink a slab of beer. Yep. Go up to Swan Hill. Yep, which was about an hour, which is about a hundred about a hundred k's, I think, or hundred and ten k's or something. Which is what, hundred twenty miles? Oh, something like that. Something was like an hour, that. It was it was an hour drive anyway. So I think it's it's about an hour drive. You, and you, was, so. you get very thirsty. Now you weren't drinking a full slab yourself, were you? No. No, it was shared, so you're probably drinking probably about six cans, about six cans each. Six cans each. Back in the day when beer was cheap. Yes. And then you go to the discos oh, God. <laughs> and buy go. a three three dollar jug of beer and then you'd have beer and pizza afterwards. Yeah, I've I've actually tried that. It's beautiful. It is absolutely fantastic. The only problem with that kids, you put on too much weight. But it has to be what type of pizza? It has to be like an Aussie or Hawaiian Meat lovers, Meat lovers, anything like that, or wine, whatever, depending on what you like. Now, what type of beer were you drinking at that time? VB. VB? I thought you'd never drank VB. VB or Melbourne. Well, I know for a fact <coughs> that uh, my mate Andrew, who's probably listening to this after I put this on, uh, I dare say I'll probably have a comment of him. Andrew, she used to drink VB beer. Yes, I did. It was lovely. And then when we were feeling very special... We used to have Crown Lager, which was like the that, top beer at the that, time. That was like your fucking bees, knees, fucking shit. Like yep. that's good shit. Man. And that was expensive in those days. It was like ten dollars for a six pack. Ten dollars for a six pack. Yep. Well, then it hasn't really gone up too much. It's only gone up for about uh, six, seven dollars then. Since then, well, oh, when, well, when, well, when were you drinking Crown Lager? Special occasions. Yeah, but when? Well, what what years were you drinking it? Oh, after I turned 18. 18? Yeah, I, you people are not seeing her face when she said that. You were yeah. drinking before you were 18, were you? Oh, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Used to go to the local uh, golf club and we knew the bloke on the door. And um, he'd say, yeah, just don't drink much. We're only 17. Oh, and then without a licence, I'd have to drive my brother home because he was too drunk to drive. Yeah. But anyway, that's another. But... Yeah, well, oh yeah, yeah. No, we're getting, we're getting you back on here for another one, and we'll talk what? a bit more about this. No, no. oh bloody oath! I, I, I reckon some of the stories you've told me in the past, and what everyone else has told me, you bastards were mad. Of course, why not? Nothing else to do. And um, the thing was too is, you, like, like I said, you used to drink a slab going to Swan Hill, mm. and drink another slab coming back. Well, after you have your beer and pizza, you get a bit thirsty. Because the, because the pizza was a bit salty. Yeah. So you'd have to get a slab to come home. And then when you wake up the next morning, which I'm not very proud to say now, is like, hang on a minute, touch around. Oh, good, I'm in bed because I could never remember driving home. 
Jesus Christ, that is bad, Mum. Mm-hmm. That's bad. Mm-hmm. And um, but anyway, I'm I'll, not very proud of that. But I want, I want to talk about the story. Yeah, I'm not going to mention names, but one of your close friends in a caravan park. Apparently, you guys got a bit too rowdy in oh, the caravan yes. park. Yeah, yes. I'm not going to mention the friend. I'm not going to mention the friend's name. No, this per- particular person was a good friend of mine. She used to live in a caravan park down towards Bendigo. I'm not yep. saying any more than that. Yep. And um, there was three of us, or four of us. Four of us, three of us went down there to see her. And um, we got to meet some friends of hers, went to a disco went back in the day, which is not really happening nowadays. No, no, no not really. And now. then they all come back to the caravan park. Well, we decided to have a little party in the caravan that we were renting, oh, well, staying in for the night. Or t- two nights we were staying there. Yeah. So this was the first night. So we went to the movies, no, disco, sorry. We went to the disco. Of course, had too much to drink, of course. Come back to the caravan park and she was living there at the time with her mum and brother. And um, so we come back and, yeah, got a bit loud. The next morning we had the the person that owned the caravan park come over to us and they said, um, we'll give you a refund, but can you please remove yourselves from the caravan park? Oh, so no. we've actually got kicked out of the caravan park because we were too noisy. Well, you know what I might think about getting? I might see later on if I can get them, get at least you and two others of those friends of yours on here so everyone can, so you can tell everyone the stories. No. That was basically too much grog, too much noise. Too much fun. Too much fun. And mm. then got asked to leave. Oh, Jesus. And I nearly got the friend with her mum and that. They nearly got kicked out too. Oh, Jesus. But anyway, that's just part of it. Just part, the, that was just a part of the thing, was it? Yes, back in the days when you could do that. It was all honest fun. It's not like now. Yeah, well, that's the that's the whole thing. You could do that type of shit and get away with it because it wasn't well, kind of. Well, it, there wasn't so many strict rules back then. No, no. See, but that was. I was never I, even even at eighteen. I had to be home by one o'clock in the morning, which now <laughs> they uh, the young ones tend to go out at twelve o'clock at night. Not come home at one. They go out at twelve. So my parents were pretty strict, but they were all right too. Like, like one thing I will say about my pop is that I, I think you actually said this to me. He was tough but fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew when he had to be tough, but then half the time he would just um. Yeah, it was it was a bit of a larrikin too. Yeah, one thing. Really. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then you also got to think too. His father was an old veteran, so. He was a very tough old man. Very, very old school man, yeah. Yeah. I never actually met him, um, but apparently he was... He fought fought at Gallipoli, lost to Iron and come back, and apparently he didn't come back the same man, which probably 98% of everyone else did the same thing. But Mm. anyway, he done his bit for the the country. Yes. Like all the other poor buggers did, but anyway... um, but yeah, no, that, that he was fair, but my mum was the one that tried to be the strict one. Yeah. But we never took much notice, <laughs> really. Now, what what was the story about what you told me about my uncle, about uh, you nearly killing him? 
Oh, that's just, um, oh, one day we were a bit bored and we were down the old area and we just said to him, I said, geez, I reckon you could climb that tree, uh, Rue, his nickname. There, it was an old willow tree. And I said, I said to him, I reckon you could climb that. So the stupid idiot done it. And then he fell out of the tree. And he ended up with a concussion for two days. But he survived. He's all right. He didn't break nothing. He was all right. Stupid fool. He listened to me. And what was the other one you told me that he put the motorbike up in the tree? No. What was that one? That was me. That was you? Not into the tree. Um, yeah, because I got taught to drive a car, ute slash tractor, when I was about eight, to do the hay, like I said. Put the hay out for the cows, but uh, with the motorbike, um, I was told, Dad told me, no, you got to learn to ride the motorbike so you can get the cows in, save walking. Right, eh? So he sits on the back of the motorbike. And we're going up the gravel road and he um, he said, right, oh, yep, you're doing well, you're doing well. And next thing I looked around to say, oh, you know, where's the brakes? And I uh, didn't realise he was hopped off. Well, I ran straight into a tree. Lovely. Yeah. And then next day I ran into a rose bush. I have a scar to prove it. A rose bush. Yep. It stopped the, it stopped the impact anyway. Yeah, rose bush is a bloody... Shit of things. Yeah, it hurt a bit. But then I don't know what'd be worse, like a rosebush or a cactus. Uh, probably cactus. But my mum was the best one when she got taught to ride a motorbike. Um, she ran up a lumen, um, oh, what do you call them? For the hay, where when you put getting hay off the ground, it comes up like a oh, like a cavalier belt type thing. No, uh, yeah, that type of thing. There's a name for it, but it's just gone. Um, and uh, she ran straight up that with a motorbike when she learned to drive, uh, ride a motorbike. She never told me that one. Yeah, that was uh, fun too. But um, so high school was all good. You had some eventful times then. Yeah, yeah. Did you end up going to TAFE? Which no. is like a, um, what would you call that for any uh, other Oh, university, people? college. No, yeah. no. Uh, so you basically left school at year 11. So when did you end up getting the cleaning? Because you're, you're a cleaner. Yeah. Um, when did you actually get into cleaning? Like you went first, you weren't actually in the nursing home, you were in the hospital. Year, year, 11, year 11 I finished on the farm, full time, milking cows. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. Doing contract um Hay carting with Dad, shifting tractors and stuff. They do all the hard stuff, but I had to be the one to shift all the tractors from different farms, and that which was all that was pretty good, really. Just to get the headphones on with the radio in them and just bop along. But anyway, could be um, two or three hours getting from one farm to the other. Is that when you had the old feeds? Yeah, yeah. And then um, before I left school, though, I did work experience at the local hospital at a place called Kihuna. Never. Which was about fifteen minutes up the road from the farm, and that's a yeah. bit bigger town. Uh, I think about three or four thousand people there. And um, of course, when I got married, um, I wanted to get a job because we we're off the farm. I was off the farm by then. Gee, oh, you got hey, you got to tell that story. What you got to tell that story when you first got married? 
What, what freaking pot done with the chainsaw? Oh, yes. Um, yes, we get married on the Saturday, of course, Saturday. On the Sunday, of course, there's people coming from Melbourne and whatever for the wedding and um, they're all there for a barbecue and as I'm, we pulled up, because we just went away for one night and come back, um, uh, we he- I heard this noise in the in the house and I said, what the hell's going on? Here's my father because um, this picture, it was a kitchen and then the wall, then my room. My room was off the kitchen. And I'm hearing this noise. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on? Here's my father with the chainsaw knocking down the wall. Cutting down the wall, actually. And um, I said, what the hell are you doing, Dad? He goes, well, you won't be back. And, yeah, next thing the wall crashed down, it was such a mess. But anyway, that's what he was like. <laughs> I tell you. So that carpet that's in that dining room now, that's that That's was my old room. bedroom, that my was, bedroom. Jeez, mm. your bloody bedroom oh, it was big, but it wasn't that big. No, the kitchen was smaller. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but that's just, that's what happened. So what, so Rue was down in the spare room on the bottom where the... Yeah, he was out the back, but then he got married. They moved into a house up the road, up near the dairy. Yeah. And then I moved up to Kahuna. And then I thought, well, I've got to do something. Um, That's when I first started working at the local hospital. In those days, it was called non-nursing duties, which now is more or less a PC. And, um, yeah, the rest is history. Just started cleaning. Then been doing it for thirty years, or oh, thirty four, thirty five years now. Yeah. Uh, then went on to theatre cleaning, and just every time we've moved, I've picked up a job at the local hospital, theatre cleaning, and all that. But now I just I've given that up the theatre cleaning. Now I just work in nursing home, or oh, two nursing homes actually. Yeah. One cleaning, and the other one I just serve out meals at night, which they call the pantry shift. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's about it. Pretty basic, really. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we've been going on for a while now. Yeah. Pretty good episode. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, you, you definitely had a bit of a life, haven't you, when it comes to when you were younger and that type of thing, haven't yeah. you? Yeah, and like I've said the last time when we were talking about trips and that, you know, yeah. every year the cows went out, we went away, so... And that was good. That's when the that's when all the hard work of the hay contracting. That's when you realise it was paid good. Off. Yeah, because it was. Off. We had a good holiday every year, so it was. Well, like, how much would you end up getting after the contract? How much would you end up getting? Oh, uh, well, you know, well back then I used to get um, to do all the contract. Well, I didn't do that much as much as my brother did. Yeah. But I used to get a thousand dollars, which was a lot of money in those days. Oh, Jesus, like a thousand, like when was this in the 70s or 80s? Late 70s, 80s, well, early, early, early 80s. Well, a thousand dollars back then would be like, what, two and a half grand now? Oh, yeah, a bit more maybe. Well, but that thousand dollars that I earned one particular year, um, we just got married, actually carpeted our whole house. Oh, there you and go. it was good carpet too, so, but that's... Yeah. There you go. That's how much cheaper it was then to now, but then the wages weren't that good back in there then either compared to now. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, you just got to laugh for all that too, I suppose. Yep. Oh, well. 
Thank you very much, Mum, for coming on again. Yeah, sorry for boring everyone. You know, hey, you've actually got 15 listens or you're one of my top um, episodes still on the Travelling one. So uh, I reckon because you've been on here now three times, including now, mm. I reckon people want to know who you are and what you're doing. Well, that's where, pretty where, where much you come it. From. That's pretty much it. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Anyway, thanks for coming on with me, Mum. No worries. Um, well. And uh, I reckon that's... Uh, We'll get you on here again and talking about other stuff. And then uh, all the rest of it, I reckon. What do you reckon? Oh, maybe. Anyway, thank you very much, guys, and I'll catch you later on. Hey, Matt here. So that's it for this whole episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to give me a review of five stars or whatever you want to do. On here, it sure does help. Make sure you head over to my Facebook page and my YouTube channel, Matt Hills Media, to see all the updates and videos that I do. Want to give me a hand and donate to my PayPal? You're more than happy to, mate. Go over to paypal.me slash mattedwardsmedia and donate whatever you want. Doesn't worry me. Thanks very much in advance for it, that's for sure. Thanks very much for joining me today and I'll hope to see you soon for the next one. Catch you then.